hey, hey, what is going on, everybody? This is Bez Barami coming at you with CubeCast Hustle Up 6. Thank you for joining us. Um, glad to have you here. Uh, before we even get started, just a little update on what is going on here at Cube because we are trying to get these podcasts out much more frequently. We know you guys love them. And um, so let's just talk about what is going on over here. Um, things have been crazy, to say the absolute least. Uh, the Cubefolio is doing an ex- outstanding job handling the month of October beyond expectations. We, uh, given the beta, the risks that we're taking, this is actually shaping up to be a uh, pretty surprising month. We thought that given all the um, the meltdowns in certain stocks, certain industries, certain countries, that uh, it could get pretty ugly. And some nice timings of bottoms have helped that. Some nice short plays have also cushioned that. And um, with the upcoming uh, reports in this next week, I'm doing this podcast here on October 20th. So this coming week is going to be pretty important too. see how we close up the month um, and and go from there. But wow, wow, I'm super, super happy to have all the subscribers. If you're listening, you already know where the portfolio is at at this moment in time. For those who are not subscribers, you will find out in the uh, the month-end update that we post on Instagram on the first of every month, give or take a day or so. Um, and yeah, you'll you'll see. We're actually really surprised. I think you will be too if if things uh, keep moving this direction. Um, other news: we have purchased all the stuff to start the YouTube page. So we got the we got the mic, obviously, which we had already, but uh, we got some extra additions for the mic to make the the voice a little better, which I'm sure you're already starting to see now. Um, we got you know the uh, the cameras, we got the lighting, we got the tripods, we got the the desk set up and everything. So uh, when we'll post videos, not sure yet. It'll be soon, but we're still working on strategy right now and how we want to play that route. Um, other news, uh, we have a lot of research reports that are being developed as we speak, uh, specifically with regard to Facebook. We know their earnings are in 10 days on the 30th of October. Um, we think we're going to put out the report beforehand, um, and hopefully they, uh, the report works in our favor. It would be nice to see the report first and then update our models, but um, if we really want to get that return, if, we, if, if Facebook is going to pop, uh, it's going to be after after the report, so it'd, it'd be wise for us to take the risk, go with our, our research, and make the call beforehand so maybe you guys can get in, and, and hopefully we can all experience some gains. Um, so that's that. We have some other reports that we're working on. Uh, still doing a lot of research for the Cubefolio subscribers on, on multiple holdings, so we'll, we'll get back to everybody on that front. Podcast, we're going to keep pushing them out as much as we can. Um... Same on the Instagram front. Uh, the daily newsletter is still cracking away. That's not going anywhere. And um, hopefully we got some investment guides in the work. You know, we're a small team, so this is a lot of a lot of work. It's it's definitely taking up a lot of our time. And uh, But you guys want the content, and we're going to put it out there. So uh, only thing we ask is that you guys share it with friends so it's it becomes even more worthwhile and we... We get close to our goal of helping tons of people all over the world uh, invest better. So, back to the to the podcast now. This is Hustle Up episode six, so you know it's going to be something entrepreneur related, startup related, all around motivation related. I want to talk today about how important it is 
to listen to everybody. And that could be like a really broad thing. So let me dive in a little deeper here. A lot of people, at least from my perspective too, in my experience, there's some guys that I know, some people that I know that will talk about, don't pay attention to the haters, um, you know, disregard them, throw a cold shoulder at them. And I'm going to be honest, I actually disagree with that statement. And that's what I want to wrap this podcast around, that, that premise. I think when you think about haters, right? And you think about people, just even just skeptics, you know, haters is a strong word. It's a overplayed word. Uh, just skeptics, people who are looking at what you're doing and thinking, ah, oh, that's not going to work or this or that. I actually say that you should listen to them. Um, obviously, there's some that are just talking completely out of their ass, make no sense whatsoever. So you can pay no mind to them or just understand that they're not coming with any factual, you know, evidence or any kind of, uh, legitimate support for their claims so for that for those people okay obviously don't pay attention to them but for the people who are actually genuinely skeptic um it's important to listen to them because it can give you a, another perspective on whatever it is you're doing because a lot of times when we work on something uh, we have this goal in mind that we have this this project we're working on we have these blinders on a lot of times they're optimistic blinders or you know, a lot of it's driven by our ego and we don't really see perhaps some things that could be a detriment to the long-term success of whatever it is we're doing. And these quote-unquote haters, skeptics will help you um, see some flaws perhaps that are in whatever it is you're doing. So it's so important to to listen to them, uh, have an engaging discussion with them, and pretty much do it for the sole purpose of making sure that your your product, your invention, your project, your business, whatever it is, is better. You know, um, if I'm making even just a, a model on my uh, my DCF, my discounted cash flow model on Facebook, for instance, and I want to send it to another friend of mine that is also a financial analyst or you know still is. I want to hear his feedback, and if he's skeptical, I'm not going to just blow him off. I want to. I want to know why. Why? Maybe I'm. I'm predicting too much growth. Maybe I'm uh, not taking into account um, certain expenses that are going to be there because I love the company so much, right? That I think it's going to go higher, and I'm a little too bullish on revenues, revenue growth. A little too bearish on certain other things. So. That's just one example, and that's a really small example. But the point is, don't don't shove like shuffle them away because they're not in agreement with you. You know, I, I've actually noticed from my own personal experience that the biggest gains I've had in my in my journey of you know the startup life or the corporate life has come from people who gave me some really good constructive criticism. You know, a lot of people would would say that those guys, those girls, they're they're haters, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you could just be a little too sensitive. I hate to say it, but if if someone is critiquing you, that doesn't automatically make them a hater. It, it, you have to, in my opinion, you have to take that and find a way to turn it into a positive. You know, I would actually argue, now get this and listen closely. I would actually argue that the people who are always giving you the positivity and they're always the yes men, they are the ones that are really dangerous and they are the ones you have to be careful you listen too much to. Honestly, Think about it. When when you have somebody in your corner, right, that's always telling you you're doing a good job, 
you never really know if you're actually doing a good job or not or what, what you'd need to work on. Um, they're great to have from like a motivational standpoint, uh, a support standpoint when you're feeling down, but you need someone to tell it to you real. And a lot of times friends tell you don't want to do that, but it's so crucial for the benefits of whatever it is you're doing in life. And I would argue that the, that you, that the haters, the skeptics are the ones that are actually going to play the biggest part in your success. I know from my own experiences that if, even if what they said didn't make sense, I wanted to prove them wrong. I still wanted to get up every morning just to prove them wrong. And it wasn't that specific person. I just knew that, okay, if that person feels that way, there's probably a lot of other people that feel that way too. And now let's go ahead, tackle the day, and prove this whole group of people, some that I know, some that I don't even know, but they're out there and I want to prove them wrong. They say I can't do it, watch me, I'm going to do it. Those are the kinds of things that you have to pay close attention to. I understand why some people would say, turn a cold shoulder, turn the other cheek, don't pay attention to them. Listen, pick and choose a little bit. There's some that are completely talking just to talk, just to hear their own voice. Obviously, don't pay them any mind. But for the ones that are actually bringing something to the table that could legitimately be um, a downfall to whatever it is you're doing, hear them out. And then if it's true, work on it. Work on it. It's, it's better than the guy or the girl that's telling you, oh my God, you're amazing. You're doing such a great job. You're doing this. You're doing that. Listen, we need to focus on what our weaknesses are and make them better. And that's one of the ways that you're going to uh, succeed in whatever it is you're doing. You know, uh, let me bring you, I know, I know I'm already like the 10 minute mark and I like to keep these short and sweet, but you know what, if you're in the car going to work or you're on the bus or the train, whatever, um, let me entertain you a little bit. So let's go through a little Bez story time. Um, it, I'm dating back way, way long ago to 2007, 2008. I'm a freshman going into high school. Uh, okay. And I get placed on accident into sophomores honors biology which you have to take a like a basic course before you can even get into that one and the fact that it was honors was even wilder it was a legit mess up in the uh my whole like curriculum my whole course uh schedule and I had no business being in there but I didn't argue it I was like whatever I'm not the I wasn't the smartest kid I was I did great in my in school and stuff like that but it wasn't like I was this genius I got placed into it it was purely on accident so whatever it pissed a lot of sophomores off it really got them mad because they had to do a, like the class before it and then they had to place into this. So whatever. I got I got people hating on me for that reason and there's nothing I can do about it. It is what it is. And uh, I noticed a lot of people had that, I guess, that feeling towards me uh, for quite a, a good amount of the semester. And I'm doing really well in the class. I'm doing better than a lot of people. But now I'm starting to like, you know, warm up to them. They're not, you know, they, they try to treat me like the freshman. You know how they want to rough you up a little bit. Whatever. Earn their quote-unquote respect, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but there was this one guy who would never let it go. Uh, I'll never forget the guy. No need to name names. They could be tuning in for all I know. I, I don't know. And he comes up to me one day and he says, Hey, Bez. I was like, what's up, man? He goes, I want to let you know something. When we get older, I'm going to have more money than you. I'm going to drive a nicer car than you. I'm going to have a hotter wife than you. And I'm going to be overall more happy than you. I sat back to myself. I'm like, what What the heck? Where is this coming from? This guy, I don't talk to him the whole year. And this is what he's got to say to me? 
before the semester ends too, mind you. So like he couldn't even tell me in the beginning, but that's a whole nother story. I'm saying to myself, wow. I said, all right, man. Uh, well, I could talk shit back, but there's only one way to find out, right? So the best to you and the best to me, and we'll, maybe we'll link up in the future and see who's right when it's all said and done. But um, otherwise, there's no reason to talk anything. Me, you're, you're, seven, you're 16 years old. I'm 14 years old, 15 years old. And um, I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. Um, never spoke to him again after that. Uh, that was it. That was it. Um, he went on. I went my way. Whatever. But then, so this was in 2007, 2008. And then 2000, um, uh, let's see, 13, 14 rolls around. I'm in college and I get word about this guy. Um, sad news. He was actually institutionalized for a drug overdose, uh, alcohol, you know, abuse, you name it. Dude shriveled up to a toothpick from all the weight loss, everything. Completely went down the shitter. Um, and it's sad. It's sad. And I would never be the guy to say, ha, told you so, because it's not in my nature. I would actually take this time to say thank you to that person. Uh, because... He might not even remember the conversation we had, but it always sat with me. And it had nothing to do with the actual specific person. It was just the conversation itself. It was uh, it was very, I guess, symbolic to me. And I think everybody low-key has that, that one moment in their life that they've experienced like that. At least one. You can have more than one. I know I have a few others, which I'll share with you all through Bed Story Time in future podcasts. But this one specifically lit a fire in my stomach that honestly, uh, to this day, still hasn't been put out, even though I know the route he went, and I really do wish him the best. I hope he gets back on his feet. But um, it just goes to show that uh, the haters, the people, the skeptics, the people who want to push you down, take that negativity, turn it into positivity, find a way to, to make it a catalyst in your life. Um, you know, and, and like I said, the crazy thing is that a lot of times it's a saying, it's a, it's a, it's a sentence. It, could, it doesn't have to be this monumental thing. It could literally be the smallest thing that happens in your life. And it motivates you and drives you for years. And that is what's so beautiful and crazy about it. And, and that's why I say to people that want to tell me, turn a, a, a shoulder to the, to the skeptics. No, I'm telling you, don't do it. Other people, yes, I get it. Some people are more sensitive than others. I'm not really that kind of guy. But if you are sensitive... Try to work on it. Work on it. Have the confidence in yourself. Not, not, don't be you know, egotistical, but have the confidence in yourself. Listen to these people because they could be your biggest motivators. They could be the reason you look back and say, I am where I am today because of them. I'm not motivated by yes men. I appreciate the, the positivity. I appreciate the pat on the back. But the pat on the back is not what pushes me every day. So I, I'm pushing 15, 16 minutes now on this episode I really don't want to stretch it longer than it has to be, but I want to leave you all with that. Really, really think about what I have to say today because it could change your life. And it's contrary to what most people would think, I believe. So anyway, guys, I hope you all enjoyed this episode and we will do our absolute best to keep pushing them out. Hope you enjoyed the best story time and we'll catch you all in the next one. Take care.